What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. And today I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by, I'm, do you know what I'm going to call you? The Sheehan Show's number one prospect in the world, Oban yeah, Elliott. Look at that. <laughs> look at that arm. Look at that jacked arm, bro. Is that the biggest arm in Wales, is it? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? I love it. Not, not much now. Oh, and you have the uh, Dana White Contender Series coming up the last time. The last time we were talking, we, we had a very kind of introspective kind of chat, and you were you were talking about maybe you know not necessarily could it could be your last fight, but like not too far away from that. You know, it was it was tough to keep going and tough to keep fighting, but now you have the biggest opportunity you've ever had right in front of you. It's it's a yeah. massive turnaround in not too long, isn't it? Well, I mean, exactly. Well, I, I guess last time, like, well, it's still the same, but now I've got like. I don't know. I can talk. The money's a lot closer now. You know what I mean? And let's not let's not fucking let's not get it confused, right? Like this game is a prize fighting business. We, um, we of course we do it for free when we're younger and that. But I'm a you know I'm a I'm a fully grown man, and I'm fighting fucking world class boys, and I have done since f- f- for years now for peanuts. And the last couple of Cage Warriors fights, I got, I'm on a pretty good screw, but was on a pretty good screw with them for, for Cage Warriors standards. But now I'm like, oh, well, I'm I'm one 15-minute fight away from having a UFC contract, and that's where the money starts coming in. So, yeah, it's as, as, as we said last time, like I was happy just working my job full-time, um, kind of fucking getting by like that and, and, and hoping I was going to get like my break and now I've got you know and before you know it a couple of weeks after I beat Sheehan I get my fucking break so you could, it's mad how life works isn't it what's the situation with the jobs now every time we talk it was I think it was Nando's first and then you were working on the railways yeah. and, nah well, I'm on the railway still now I'm on a I'm, I'm on the railway still but fair play they fucking look after me like they, everyone is everyone's going for me in this do you know what I mean so they're like if they get a, if they get a chance to fuck me off they'll fuck me off because I know I'm up early in the morning training or they they if they got a chance to when I say fuck me off like the way I speak is terrible in it fuck me off <laughs> like if they <laughs> if they get a chance to send me home <laughs> right yeah I'm sure that'll translate to America for anyone <laughs> fucking hell like, what is wrong with me if they get a chance to send me home they will right because they they're all there like that like, they're all happy for me they all want one of them you know I'm one of them and I they want me fucking hell uh, they want me to do well so if they have a chance to send me home, they send me home. If I have a day shift or a night shift, they'll, they'll look after me. The boys will always. So, and even like the site managers who, you know, whose job is to make sure I'm there working. If they, they can get me to sit in the van so I can get my, my head down for a couple of hours. Cause they know I've got training the next day. They will do that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for all them boys, all the, all the railway boys, the orange army as, as, as we call ourselves like top boys. I remember the last time we were talking about it as well, like keeping your head on your shoulders early in your career was maybe kind of a, a tougher thing to do because people were calling you this great prospect and all, and obviously people are still calling you that, but, you know, the couple of losses and stuff kind of got your head together. And, you know, as I said, like you were talking about how if, look, if it never happens, I'm still happy. I'm working on yeah. a job, I know. But now you're kind of back to like, well, 
one more fight and now it's, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's so what's the well, thing <laughs> as soon as I uh, yeah it's fucking mad isn't it it's brilliant because um, oh, I don't know I, 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 I guess I can't put too much energy into thinking right but as much as I want to, you know, doing this for me, you know, getting signed to the UFC and just to fucking rub it in the faces of the people that all rip me off and slag me off, mate. Oh, sw- and even now it's sweet, you know, getting this call up, getting this, getting the, getting the limelight, I guess. But back then, I guess, uh, I would have been all excited by it. But I sit and laugh at it now. I look at it on my phone and I'm like, oh, yeah, the BBC, oh, the fucking... Uh, Cage Warriors are posting me up like I'm getting all this fucking heat I'm getting all this hype again and whereas before it, it kind of was like oh fuck this is cool oh my god oh my god yeah yeah now I'm just like I this could all go away this is all bullshit so I kind of laugh at it now but I know it means a lot to, to some some of the other clowns on the circuit so it's it's, it, it, it's funny how I've I, the only reason I want it the only reason I'm happy I've got it now is because, you know, it's it's taking a shine off the other fucking muppets that are about on the scene. That have always tried mugging me off and saying I'm this and that and thinking they knew anything. Now, where are you, you fucking bum? Do you know what I mean? And where am I? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's kind of how I see it now. Any specific names there that, that you wanted to call out? Nah, <laughs> nah, there's no names, mate. No, it's just it's just brilliant, isn't it? It is it is brilliant when you think about it. It's like, and it's not done yet. Like that's why I said like none of it means anything to me anymore. Like there is no names really, but it's like. Ugh. All trying to, I don't know, because maybe I had a good personality before, so maybe people thought I was like a hype job, and then when I lost, they were happy to see me lose, and then they're all j- riding the dicks of other people, and then now I'm in this position, and then I've got the people who were fucking happy to slag me off, and they think I didn't see all this. I saw it all. And they were happy to slag me off at the time. And now they're like, oh, I'm so happy for you, bro. And I'm like, fuck off, you fucking gimp. And that's what, how I feel for most of, most of this, most of the fucking, of, the, of, of all of it, really. How, it's funny. How, how tough is that, right? When you like, and I even find it myself, right? When I'm talking about fighters and they've just had a loss or something. And you have to like, you have to talk, you know, you you have to say, all right, he didn't fight well, or whatever it might be, and like the podcast, yeah. and and it must be very hard. Like, and it's very hard for me to like say something critical, like thinking maybe you're listening or whoever else is listening in, and I don't want to say something too bad about you, but I have to. Yeah, but you get it though. Yeah, because you because you're in the fucking game, right? And you get it, and you're not you're not critical of of a fight who's had a, who's had a bad night, and and the people who know who, who are, are worth a wank in this from the media to, to all of that. Like, someone has a bad night and you're like, oh, fuck, he had a bad night. Like, fuck. Like, it popped into my head just then. Jordan Buchanick had a bad night against Paul Hughes. And that's not going to take anything away from Paul Hughes, but, like, you look at that and you're like, fuck, he had a bad night. And I'm sure he had a lot of people slagging him off saying he was he was all, he was all, it was he was shit and all that. And 
mate, this sport is so fucking pathetic so at times. People, right? I think people forget as well it's two sided. Like Paul Hughes is a very good fighter. To lose to Paul Hughes, no shame. Like, yeah. When you fought Flaminus, like Flaminus is way more experienced than you at that stage of your career. You came up against a very good fighter. Like there's no shame mm. in losing fights like that. Is that the type nah. of thing that you you're after that and you're like, well, look, this is a learning experience. I'm going to improve. And look, you've won every fight. Well, that, I did literally message Flaminus. No. I was sat speaking about it with my family. Uh, the Flaminas fight, saying it was the most important fight of of the most important ten minutes of my whole fucking fighting career. That fight was, and then when I I got in that evening, and he messaged me saying happy to have the fucking happy to be a part of your career, and then I wrote back saying you know, um, funny enough, I was just talking about that. Appreciate it, and he said. It's a pleasure to be a part of your journey. You're going to smash it. I know you're going to do well. Uh, you know, so that like, he just taught me a lesson that night, Flaminas. And if we fought again, it would just be, the that fight would be irrelevant. Like, look how much I grew from that loss. You know what I mean? But then it was just a, a rough night. But I remember after that, after that fight, I had a load of people just, I just got completely, completely written off. After that one, but, but apart from by a couple of pe- by a couple of couple of heads, like the other people, pretty much everyone else ripped me off fully, mate. And it's kind of I see them same people now, like, oh, uh, congrats, mate. Fuck off, you just fuck off. I never wanted your pat on the back, and I never wanted you, and I didn't, and I never cared when you were slagging me off. So just, you know, I don't know. This last, since that for me last fight, mate, I'm so, I thank him. So I, I would never, I could go, I would never want that loss. I don't care about that loss because that loss has changed me as a man completely. He, he just twisted this whole perspective on the sport and I've won four on the bounce and now I'm fighting in the contender series and I'm here. And without that, this wouldn't be this wouldn't I wouldn't be as made for the future as I would have been if I never had that loss I'm like made for the future it haunts me every time I'm in sparring when I'm running when I'm hitting pads and I have that feeling of like fatigue and you have that feeling of like panic at times when you're in the gym and that and that's I remember feeling that in the fight and I, I just carry that through pretty much every day in training I know that it might seem far-fetched but because I remember how I was feeling in the fight, and where and when I yinged, when I now know should have yanged, and I still remember that now. And I kind of like in the Sheehan fight just then. Oh fuck! I'm tired here. Fuck! All right, pull back. Don't push because you push. You know what happens if you push, and then it kind of just. So I went a bit off topic there. I always do that, but that's alright. But like for me, last fight was a it was a it was a good good learning curve, and I, I'll carry that through into this one. If I have a good burst into this one and I don't and I don't finish him and he's still there, I'll know right, okay, fuck. Relax. You've been here before, you know? Whereas before that for me last fight, I'd hit someone and I'd smoke them. So it and I thought once I hit someone and they wobble, it was a given that I was gonna smoke them. And then the Flaminas fight taught me was like, hey, you know, steady on, big fella. You got you got a bit of learning to do yet. And I learned. It, it feels like the Flaminas fight has helped you 
like in future fights in terms of like being yeah. more prepared. But do you feel like the reaction afterwards has helped you like motivate to get you ready for mm. those fights? Like the, thinking, yeah. about, thinking about those people talking about you, thinking about uh, before the fight or, you know, a couple of fights before you were talked about as a top prospect and now people suddenly <laughs> they're making prospect lists and maybe you're not in them. Is that the sort of thing that motivates you to, to it's train? Not, it's, not, it's, not even, it's not so much the prospect lists that I'm not in. It's the outright gone out of their way to say he was shit. You know, I'm like, mate, you don't got a fucking clue, mate. You know, like Errol Spence said it best when he lost the other day. I come from a thing where if you did have an excuse, you wouldn't give one anyway. So, like, the people don't, these people don't get it. These people don't get it. But it's been so motivating. I'm still motivated now because, like, as much as I want to win this for me, it's like a fucking... I got so much drive to just just go on and achieve more than I could have ever imagined and to just shut everyone up, mate. You know what I mean? It, it does... It When you get shit like that happens to you, it really does fire you up, you know? How big was the James Sheehan fight for you? Because, you know, we spoke before that... James Sheehan? Yeah. Because, like, you... Coming into that, I feel like, you know, I haven't spoken to you, you thought a lot about the crowd, and obviously it was on in Dublin, his backyard, you know, and you're kind of coming into enemy territory. I don't know, it didn't necessarily work out that way, but it was, a, you know, a biggest, what was it, the biggest crowd you ever fought in front of? It was a massive crowd yeah. and all that, and you went in there and, like, I would say you did a job, and a very professional job on that night. Was that, and like... That's just, that's the type of thing um a more experienced fighter does. I think your performance on that night is is that what you were happy with com- happiest with coming Mate, out of that? Honestly, I fucking love that fight. Like every bit of it. You know, in the changing rooms, I cannot. I'll try and talk you. Do you want to know about how I, like the how I was feeling yes. throughout it all? A hundred percent. Right. So, <sighs> me, honest to God. The fucking so in the changing rooms I'm getting what I had a little sleep and then I'm like oh fuck here we go then I'm hitting the pads I felt I was like right I feel good I feel nice and calm you know feel good I'm thinking like in the back of my head I'm thinking God if I do if I win this fucking hell something big's coming and I knew that uh, I was thinking fuck if I win this something big's coming but whereas. And I'm not going to go off topic, but you know the way I, I'm trying to ex- explain that if I win this, something big coming. Yeah. Like before, for me, Naspi, I basically knew I would have been on UFC London if I beat him. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I was like, something big's coming. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh fuck! I got beat. I make. I make sure I beat Flaminas. You can kind of see that in the way I was trying to beat him because I was just starting to fucking get him out of there and fuck this, get this done because of what's to come. And now I see it and think, <laughs> I laugh at it. I'm like, <laughs> something big's coming. Fucking, uh, imagine if, imagine if this comes off. You know, I laugh at it, lay back. Like my heartbeat didn't fucking go above forty beats. I'm telling you, mate. I was that chilled out. I was like, oh, mate, you know, if I pull this off, this is going to be hilarious because I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going on. And then the same with this, this contender series fight now, you know, if I pull this off, this is going to, this is going to be ridiculous. This is going to keep going on like this because I really feel like the sky's the fucking limit at this point now, you know, because I've got my, I've wrapped my mind around this fucking game. It took a long time, but I did. 
And anyway, I was thinking that. I was thinking, fuck, if I get through this, something's big is going to come of this. And then uh, I um, was in the holding room. And I heard all the fucking people. And I was like, fuck, it's fucking loud in there. And I was in the holding room. And you know, I was, like, pissing about. We were, like, play fighting. I was like, we were, like, play fighting, fucking about. And then we were play fighting again, laughing. And Shaky was, and Carl were like, I know Shaky said this. He said, I've never been more confident in any fight than all my fucking life. And he was like, we're going to fucking smoke. We're going to fucking... This is going to be a piece of piss. I'm telling you now. You you keep you keep it like this now. This will be a piece of piss. And it literally felt like we were walking into the fucking gym. And I was there. We were there pissing about, walking out. And then I was winking at Leon Roberts because I timed the walkout bang on again with the song. And then... <laughs> and then he's come out and I was getting booed and then he come out and then I seen him and I don't know if you saw but I stood in the middle of the cage and I was like calling him out like Cheo used to do the answer yeah I did yeah and then um, it said fucking in that's life right no no camera picked this up I'll have to do it like this he goes flying high in April shot down in May and I went flying high in April and then I got a gun and pointed at oh, it yeah I saw that yeah. shot down in May I yeah. just laughed at it I was like mate this is a this is a hell of a this is a mad fucking I loved every second of it and then the names got read out and then the door locked I was like oh fuck here we go oh fuck fuck yeah 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 I've got this yeah I've got this okay relax and then I just as you said when you did a job on him I was like, right, I'm, so I schooled him. As good as he is, I fucking schooled him. Do you know what I mean? And like, fucking hell, mate. That last round, I knew, I was that relaxed. I've never done this before. I almost took it off because I was like, I know I've got two rounds here and I'm just going to keep dancing. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to make sure I'm just be relaxed as fuck. And in the whole back of my head thinking, don't do anything silly. Don't go taking risks. Like you did against fucking Flaminas. I'm thinking, your head, don't fuck about being mature. Like, you, you know, just get this win. Like everybody else does. They have these boring... My, I haven't had a boring fight yet, but even if I did have a boring fight, I wouldn't be out of place because every other fucker does at some point. You know what I mean? So I'm just thinking, let's get this win, get this win. And it was just... It just felt like... I watched the back. It was an entertaining fight from the, from start to finish. And then uh, I, know I had a lot of respect for him. During and after, I was talking to him the whole fight. Uh, it was fucking brilliant, mate. And it was an honour to, to to compete in Ireland. I'm kind of gutted that I don't know when the fuck I'll be fighting there next. Well, well hopefully there's the UFC Dublin next year, maybe. If there's the UFC, oh, mate, fucking hell. But I want to be like a... I want to be... I don't want to be the, the, the enemy if I go there again, you know? And I wasn't really treated like an enemy there, but it was brilliant, honest to God. And that was... That was the biggest fight ever of my career, that was. And I was just, I had a laugh at it. I had, I had a laugh at it. Were you expecting the call after it? Because, like, obviously on that card, Reese McKee fought Jimmy Wallet for the welterweight belt. Mm. And then now Reese has been signed to the UFC and Jimmy Wallet retired. And, you know, we spoke to you afterwards and you were kind of saying, well, I'm not sure who will be, but I'd probably fight for the title next. So, yeah. when the call, first of all, how did the call come for the contender series? And were you a little bit shocked when it came? Well, we was. Sp- we were speaking to the UFC, like, I can't understate how close we were to getting the Chris Duncan fight on UFC London. I was, that was like a fucking, I, I was cutting the lightweight for that. I was, I was all said and done, that was. I'd, I'd, um, 
Shaky was going to arrange with that Paul Ryger to do my weight cut. It would have cost a bit, but we were getting all that arranged, but then they went with someone else and we thought, oh, well. But then Shaky fucking hammered uh, Shelby with loads of messages when I beat um, Sheehan. He said, look, he's had another win. He's 8-2 now. He was fucking... What's the fight back? Uh, they sent him a. We sent him a video across, you know, and then um, he come back with a contender series match. The same weekend, Cage Warriors told us uh, the bout agreement's going to be late. So we were like, "Oh, okay, fucking out. We still haven't got a fight. It's not a title so fight." So I was thinking that was supposed to be in the the fight in Wales, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, thinking, ah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to have one more. To either get a call up or get a title shot, whatever. I was like, fuck sake. You know what I mean? But whatever. And then, because they were busy with the San Diego card, they were late getting the bout agreement across. And the bout agreements say, say you can't leave for the UFC if you're signed into one. So obviously, because they were late giving it over, if they were on time with it, this would have never happened. Because I'd be signed in. Because they were late doing it, and then he called Shaky called me up on a Saturday morning. They had an email Friday night. Uh, Oban Elliot Cake Brito. So, oh, oh sorry, boys. <laughs> bye bye. He's off. <laughs> Who are you supposed to fight? He's off to fucking Vegas to fight in the fucking the Coliseum over there. Who are you going to fight in? Uh... At that cage warriors fighting with that fucking that guy that Christian Duncan just knocked out in the Manchester card with the spinning elbow. My memory's not that good, but yeah, it's and he fought, he fought Christian Duncan defended his title and he did it with that spinning elbow right hand and oh first yeah, round. yeah 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 um, rushed Bulgarian guy yeah and it wasn't going to be for uh, Dimitri yeah it wasn't going to be for a title that's because nah, I'm funny enough I messaged Reese. I said, look, mate, I'd, I'd rather, there's other people I'd rather fight because obviously, you know, we're, you're a sound guy in that and I wouldn't want to affect your career and I'm sure you wouldn't really want to affect mine. But what's the crap with the title fight, mate? Because I'm obviously, <laughs> I did message him that and he said, well, I'm not turning around. If I if I do fight and don't get a call up, it will be on you. It will be oh. on the Cage Royce London card. Yeah, because Reese so hadn't been like, signed yet at that stage. Yeah, yeah he hadn't been sense. signed. Yeah, if yeah, he yeah. had have been signed, it would have been a title uh, yeah. card. That makes sense. Yeah. But because he didn't get signed, I was like, ah, oh, fucking hell. Um, so I fucking messaged him and then I said, oh, well, we might have to fight. <laughs> it's mad how he spoke like that. But I didn't want to fight Reese because, like, there's other people to punch and beat up and send home with half their money and that you know yeah he sounds fuck he always has been to me he's been good as gold to me since we've come at been acquaintances on the scene so i won't go out of my way to you know knock someone's career back who's as sound as him but so I'm, that's why i messaged him i was like look mate what are you getting signed to what because i i'm need to fight the title i know you're not going to turn around and fight me in my backyard not that fucking deluded yeah obviously not he said it's too soon but uh, yeah, it, if I fight, you know, I'm sure. And then I was like, yeah, well, good luck, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> That's a bit I awkward, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> huh? yeah, well, if I fight, maybe, maybe I'll fight you. <laughs> nah, well, no, it's not. It's, it's slut, mate. It is what it is yeah, at that point, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I gotcha. Which, come here, I'm you glad know, it's worked out like this. I want to ask you about this, right? Because you said about the Sheehan fight, you said about uh, the Flaminas fight, when you came into, like, 
the Flamini's fight you were trying to rush and you were trying to get it all done and in the Sheen fight you weren't as rushed but when you find a contender series there's almost the expectation that you have to go in there and get a knockout to get the signature. Mm. So, like, yeah, you're, you're the first person I, I've, I've, spoke, <laughs> I've spoken to who's gone to the series. Tell me about that. Tell me about that mindset, like the decision-making as you prepare for the fight. Like, is it like, well, I'm going to have to go in and knock this guy out, Andy? He's like, oh, let's cut the tricks up the sleeve, right? But, look, I'm not going over there and fucking anything up. I'm not going over there making some stupid fucking decision. I'm going to fight like a professional, right? We've had a flat-out game plan for like 12 weeks now, you know? And them last two Cage Warriors fights, not saying I was coasting them, they were, look, fucking, you you went too crazy for too long. You need to show us that you can fucking point fight for a bit before we can, like, think right okay you can go the distance because i never went the distance for fucking years you can go happy going the distance you're happy sticking to a game plan you're happy fucking mixing it up you're happy fighting really calm you're happy fighting on the back foot yep okay give me a couple of fights where you 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 show maturity yep okay we've done that four fight streak now we let the fucking dog back out you know what i mean so now we go to Vegas and, and unleash the fucking beast. That's what that's what we're doing. But um, it's just going to be, we're not going to, I'm not going to go throw in this fight looking for a finish. If I go to a decision, I don't get a contract. Okay, but at least I didn't lose the fight because at the end of the day, this is a fight by fight. And I'm not letting some fucking random Brazilian guy beat me up in fucking Las Vegas, mate. I'm going to beat the shit out of him before that happens. Do you know what I mean? What? So I don't give a fuck about him. I'll be honest. What do you think about him Brutal. as a fighter? Like, I watch, yeah, yeah, I watch all the best. Fights last night. He, looks, he looks good. Like uh, I don't know. I just get a bit fired up out the, out the blue. Man. Um, look, yeah, he's a fucking world champion in Octagon and all that, but don't. Don't go thinking just because I'm. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, but the world champ. But he's never fought anyone like me, and he's never fought anybody on the caliber who I've beat. Has he? You know. Mm. Yeah. He hasn't fought. He hasn't fought in my leagues. Yeah. He's been smoking fucking all sorts of different people with pink hair and sponsors written across their chest and written on their back and on the soles of their fucking feet. Yeah, fair enough. But now he's messing with a fucking... He's got a hell of a fucking fight on his hands. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't see myself as like a a prospect. I see myself like a Brock Lesnar type of guy. Not that many fights. Mm. But, yeah, is he a bit of a gimmick guy? Yeah, is he, you know... Does he have the crack online? Is he is he is he a threat? You know, people might think of that of me, but then you got this freak of nature looking jacked, ripped, strong, knockout power, fast. You miss a punch against him, he does that in front of you. You know what I mean? That's what he's thinking like, you know, he might think he I'm a fucking easy fight, he might think I'm a tough fight, but when he's locked in there with me, he's got a fucking. I'm gonna be like Brock Lesnar on him. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna literally try and fucking. We'll see you on me. 
We'll see. Them little, them little like fast baby. Like, like that, so what it? I've seen online so far, mm-hmm. from what I've gathered, is it's like you got these Cage Warriors World Champions getting all signed up, and then you've got little old Oban Elliot eight and two getting on the Contender Series. That's kind of what I've, I've, I've gathered from it. But we'll see you now, won't we? Well, last thing I want to ask you, Oban, like we obviously we've spoken a good few times before, and you've always spoken about. You know, the people in your life that have helped you through it, like from your dad, obviously, being a boxer and from Shaky mm. at the minute, like after coming through his battle that he's come come through over the last year, obviously battling cancer. And thank God he's gotten the all clear now in the last few weeks and stuff. Like, how massive is it for you with all that throughout your whole life to get this massive opportunity to go in here to be able to prove everyone right for everyone that has supported you down through the years? You know what? Right, I don't want to give any spoilers, but... Fucking yeah, but I won't give any spot. I don't know what they're gonna play on the videotape before, but they asked me a similar question out there. And when it when you think about it like that, fucking hell, mate. This is like I got through all I've had to go through to get to this point, right? Fucking hell, like you know, I want this so much, and I don't think there's many people on earth who want this as much, you know as much as I do kind of thing this is this is kind of fucking saved my life many times this this sport I can't but I think about my mother mate when we were fucking skint and she didn't have money to put in the car to take us to fucking the gym and that yeah I'm gonna get fucking up oh, when you think of that Fucking hell. And then you think of, think of like, obviously losing my dad. Fuck's sake, mate. Why do I do this? Think of losing my dad. And then I think of like, you know, riding my bike in a pacing down fucking rain. As I was maxed out on my overdraft. Couldn't, didn't have a pot to piss in. Getting training. Thinking, yeah, just get, just keep going. I'll be pro one day, and then when I get, when I turn professional, and then I lost that fucking lightweight fight, and then I got retired, and then I had to take a year off with some rough injuries, and I come back, like, man, I said, yeah, oh yeah, UFC London, yeah, beat for me, that's boom, and then I lost, and then I've had to fucking grind this last year out, and you know, I've had to. You know, fuck me, it's been hard on my mind, like. My ment, you know, I say my mental health, not really, I don't really like to do that. You know, I lost my dad to suicide. I don't like talking about stuff like that in in, in my perspective. But when I think of all the shit I've fucking been through in my life, mate, when I think of all the times that I've had serious conversations where I'm like, why don't I just fucking get a normal job and all that? And there's a lot of sacrifice with this that everybody goes through, but I've had no money my whole life. My, my, my family struggled. We've had fucking loss and trauma and all that shit. Yeah. I don't want to make a sob story, but this is, this is just the fucking facts. And when I think about my fucking mother's had to go through growing up and that, and what my brothers and my sisters have gone through 
And now they're going to give me a chance to fight for a fucking UFC contract, mate. Like, I swear now, he's going to have to fucking, he's going to actually have to fucking kill me before, before I fucking lose this fight, mate. I swear to fucking God, he's going to have to kill me. That is, when I think about it, yeah, it's it's pretty deep because some people get into this like accidentally because they do jujitsu or all that all that other bullshit I've had the same goal my whole life and I've been it's been hard at times but I'm there I'm there now I've come from a fucking council estate with fuck all and now I'm here and he is gonna have to kill me before he beats me mate it's me and him it's not his time he, he's just crossed the last person on earth to, to, to get a fucking con, uh, a UFC contract out of you know what I mean that's how that's what it fucking means I guess yeah, I can't, I can't wait for it all, man. It's uh, I think. Look, there's no mm. one who's watched your fights and don't say you don't deserve this. You know, as you said, you've grinded yeah. for it through tough times <laughs> in your career and in your life and everything, and to to get to this position. I'm not, I don't want to make a sob story out. No, of what but I'm as saying. you said, it's just the facts. Like it's just the truth. You know, it's just the fact. Yeah, like I just you know. When I think about it all in perspective, and now here's my chance. And I've been, t- I was talking about this in school, and the teachers were all like, ah, you fuck off, fuck off. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, you know? Now, uh, now where is he? He's in the fight captain of the fucking world, fighting for, fighting for a UFC, the, the most. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the fucking man in this game, mate. I swear to God, and if I eat, if this Brazilian folds me in half in front of the world, I'll be back. And if someone else folds me in half, I'll be back again. I'm like that, like Chael Sonnen said, I'm that kid at the wrestling tournament that never goes away. And until I get what I fucking need out of this game, I'm gonna be here, mate. So I see all the boys in the, with their little line lights, with their Instagrams and their little fucking. They haven't got fucking anything on me I'm telling you now and I'll prove it to the world when when I get my shot I only ever needed one shot and now I've got it so what do you think I'm going to do with this I'm not going to fumble the fucking bag on this mate I'm going to take it and fucking ride it till the wheels fall off 15 years time do you know what I mean I'll be there so yeah you get me all fucking fired up mate fucking hell but look, I can't hide that emotion when it comes out. When you ask me what it means, and I think about what it means. Like I said on that BBC interview, uh, when they said I burst out crying and I fucking started crying again, you know? That's what it means. And it's probably people probably think, like, fucking hell, that's a bit extreme. Like, nah, mate, this is you. I haven't got a fucking clue what I've had to go, the, the hurdles I've had to come through to get this. So you got I'm up against some people who think this is a game. This is my life. So the boys, you know. So yeah. Twenty second of August. It's not too far away. The, nah. big, the biggest fight, but as you said, look, it's the biggest fight of your life. But the biggest fight of your life until the next one comes up, and the next one comes up, and the next one comes up. But it's a massive opportunity, and uh, I'm looking forward yeah. to see it, Auburn. 
I appreciate it. Thanks so much for the time. You're always absolutely fantastic with it. And thank you, bro. I know after listening to this, a lot of people will definitely be rooting for you going into that fight. So best of luck. And look, I don't want to. I don't want to sob story, but this is like I am. I have become Rocky, mate. Mm. In my head, I love Rocky. And you know when he's fucking running up the fucking streets and all the people are yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that now. People are tapping me on the back as I'm running and beating their fucking horns. I can't go anywhere, and everyone's on about it. I go Tesco and I'm. I've got to have the same conversation four times, like, and for for it means that you know my old man, he's a legend around here. Do you know what I mean? And he he fucking went far too early, and you know I'm do there's generations of people that I could fucking make their day. I could make their day. I'm like a foot. I'm like their football team that they're supporting. You know, when I get all the, when I think of all of this and what it means, it's like, mate. Fucking hell, this is huge. For from a little from a little from the neck of the woods I'm from, this is this is huge. The nothing this never happens. You know what I mean? And I got a chance to make it happen. So I'm gonna either as fifty cent says, get rich or fucking die trying. Uh, well, let's do the getting rich part now. Don't mind the other part. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but trust me, I'm ready to die trying, and that's no exaggeration. Mm-hmm. That's no exaggeration. Ready to die trying. Born to fight, fight to kill. Ready to die, but I never will. I love that saying, I and like that's that. it. That's good. And you promised the she and Joe shout out in at some stage as well, didn't you? Once you get to the yeah, yeah. I'm stubborn as hell, mate. You know, if I get, I don't want to. I don't want new friends because I'm like, well, you're only friends with me now because I'm a, I'm a bit of a big deal. Like, I want the friends who were there helping me pick myself back up when I was down, you know? And you were there giving me airtime when I had half the fucking MMA community, MMA Twitter, right, calling me dog shit. But you still give me an interview, you know what I mean? And now my DMs are full of them. I can't be fucked to speak to any of them because I'm like, well, where were you the other day? You know? So, but that's just who I am. I'm I'm a bit crazy. You're, de- you're dead right. And I appreciate your time now through the years. I, yeah. It's also it's also great for me, like, because I'm like, oh, this old Ben Ellie, he's going to be the next guy. So, like, I look like a genius and then, if you and do everyone's it. like, who? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, uh, just, that's how it means. You know, I'm going to go and hit pads now and, hit, and I'll be hitting them fucking hard. That's After good. That. That's good. All right. Thank I'll, you. For I'll let you go. For yeah, reminding me. I appreciate your time and best of luck uh, on August twenty second. I can't wait to to see it. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Top man.